0: Hello and welcome to the Graceful and Gritty Podcast. My name is Sydney. I'm your host. I'm a wife, business owner, lifelong learner, and follower of Jesus. I was born and raised in Colorado and live here with my wonderful husband of six years. I'm passionate about people and have a knack for business. My hope is that we can learn together about doing life with grace and grit. We'll talk about all things life from faith and finance to business and balance. My prayer is that this will be a place of help, encouragement, honest conversation, and authentic growth. Thank you for joining me. Hello and welcome to the Graceful and Gritty Podcast or welcome back if you are one of our regular listeners. Excited to have you here today and dig into today's conversation which is all about having a champion mindset. So what is a champion and what are the characteristics of a champion and how can I become one? I think all of us want to be successful in the things that we do and we want to be tenacious and overcomers and all of these things and uh, so we're just going to kind of look it what does it take to build a champion so that's going to be today's podcast but for the check-in um in the last week I went on a cleaning spree and just been going crazy on my office at work and cleaning everything from top to bottom and I uh love organization I love papers pens stickers um basically all of Staples, most of Target, all of Hobby Lobby. And I can't take myself very often because I just want all of it. And so this week I got to do a lot of organizing and labeling and cleaning and uh, it great. I feel good. <laughs> um, and then yesterday, Drew and I got our favorite food truck was in town. It's called On the Hook Fish and Chips and they do Alaskan caught wild salmon um, deep fried in a beer batter with these really thick cut fries. And, um, anyway, it's a neat place. So when they come into town, usually we try to go and we've missed in the last couple of times. So we got to go to the food truck last night and that was a lot of fun. Um, and then last week I got to go, there's a Renaissance festival in Colorado that I'd been wanting to go to ever since we moved to Pueblo. And so we finally, we were going to go last the last week, but I we both got bronchitis. And so this last weekend, we got to go up to that and we had the best time. We had so much fun. There was um, birds of prey that they were flying around in in different patterns and going for meat and, and jousting and turkey legs. And there was a living fountain. So it looked completely like a fountain, but then the music would start and she would do all these cool dances. And anyway, we had a great time. We had so much fun. And I think we're going to go again next year and make it a make it a yearly thing. But um, part of what triggered today's conversation around having a champion mindset is that I was invited to Atlanta to speak at a leadership development conference. Um, and the theme of the conference this year is mindset or having a champion mindset. And so as I was preparing, it kind of triggered all these other thoughts for what I wanted to share and how does that how does that help us grow and help, how does that help us overcome and to become successful in the things that are important to us in our lives, for our goals and our dreams and the things that we want to do. And so I've been studying and preparing for that time at the conference and it just worked out that I've, obviously, I get excited about the things that I study and I look into, and so I thought it would be a perfect opportunity to do a test run here before we get to the real thing on Monday, but also just share some of those things that I've been learning and that uh, have stood out to me with this idea of mindset. I don't know if you've ever heard the phrase, attitude determines altitude, but essentially that means whether or not you can't, or like Ford used to say, whether you can or you can't, you're right. Um Or that idea of your thoughts become actions, actions become habits, habits become your life, and your life becomes your future. And so who you're going to be from now determines what you put into today and what you consistently put into tomorrow and what you put into the next day. And I don't know about you, but I want to be a champion. I want to be great at what I do. I want to see progress in my life. I want to look back and be proud of the things that I've had the opportunity to do and be a part of. And um, so today's episode is all about champion mindset and deciding who we want to become and what it takes to become a champion and other people that have done it and how they've done it and how we can do it regardless of what we've got going on in our lives. And so Um, You know me. I like definitions. Words are very important. Meanings are very important because it gives us context and understanding and nuance. And so the definition of champion, the first thing is what is a champion? So let's look at the definition of a champion first and foremost. From Merriam-Webster's dictionary, the definitions that are given there are a winner of first prize or first place in competition, one who shows marked superiority, a warrior or fighter, a militant advocate or defender, and one that does battle for another's rights or honor. So those are the clinical or dictionary definitions of a champion. A winner, a warrior, a fighter, defender, advocate. All these things are great. They, I, when I hear these words, I something stirs in me. Where I want to be these things, I want to... I want to be a champion. I do. I'm very competitive, very driven, but I don't want to just do things for the sake of doing things. I want to do things that I'm good at. And I think that's many of us. That's why we shy away from things that are going to cause us to fail or things that we feel like we're not going to be good at because we have this innate desire to be defenders, to be first, to be winners, um, and I think it's in various varying degrees for different people, right? But we all want that just maybe for different things where we want to be best at work or best at a sport or best at a hobby or best at a relationship. And those are the things that we pour into and spend our time on and that are important to us. And so that's the definition of a champion. You think of when I think of champions, I think of people like Muhammad Ali, the heavyweight boxing champion of the world. Um I mean, he put everything into it and he's, he's known worldwide for his accomplishments in boxing. Or I think of David and Goliath. David was a champion, right? The the, Goliath said, send out a champion, send out somebody that can, that I can do battle with fair and square. I don't want, I don't want to win this. I want to win this by fighting and by defending and and David stepped forward and he said, I'm but a boy, but I'm going to step up and I'm going to defend and I'm going to be an advocate. I'm going to be a warrior and a fighter for the people who aren't standing up for themselves. And and to this day, even in secular culture, David and Goliath is an iconic depiction of what a champion looks like. I mean, he went up against a giant that he, for all intents and purposes, didn't have a chance at beating. And not only did he beat him, he defeated him so soundly that the entire army of Goliath surrendered and ran away in fear. And they won a great battle, not just through David and Goliath that day, but on the battlefield for their entire army. It gave hope to, to Israel's army to defeat a, a, an enemy that was even stronger and more formidable than they were. And so, That's an example of a champion. Another example is I was watching a video and I didn't catch their name and I couldn't go back and find it. But there was an Olympian and she competed in the Olympics for four times straight. So that means over the course of 16 years, she made it to the Olympics four times. The first time she took 16th place. Four years later, she took fourth place. Four years later, she took fourth place again. And on her 16th year competing in the Olympics, she won the gold medal. And And I think that's a champion. I mean, it took her 16th. Like, can you imagine the tenacity and the stubbornness and the practice and the discipline it would take to go to the Olympics four times and finally win the gold medal? Um, those those are examples of when I think of champions. Those are the type of people that come to my mind when I'm envisioning like what, what is a champion? What do they look like? Who are they? What do their lives look like? And I think it does not matter if it's the Olympian or the heavyweight boxing champion of the world or even David, they all have some characteristics in common. They have some things that are consistent across the board. So if you study people who are champions or teams that win championships consistently over time, you're going to find some common characteristics or a consistent theme. And that's where we can really look at their lives or their accomplishments and pick apart what's the recipe for success in that scenario? What does it take to become a champion? How do these people or teams or scenarios that we regard as champions, what do they do that brings that out, that allows them to achieve such incredible things? And so I picked out five characteristics of a champion that just stood out to me from these different examples and from studying and preparing for this leadership development conference and um, so I'd like the opportunity to share those with you today and really dig into how can we how can we recognize those characteristics and apply them to our own lives to get the results that we want to be champions of the things that are most important to us. So with that, the first characteristic of a champion is that they choose to learn from others. And I didn't just put that in there because it sounds good. And and a lot of this is going to be common sense where you're going to look at it and you're going to say, okay, that does make a lot of sense. But that word choose, because I think we all want to be good at what we do. We want to be successful. We want to see, we want to accomplish the things that we put our mind to, whether it's family wise or career wise or what our life or lifestyle looks like or what our goals or dreams or hopes are. We all have those, and those are going to look different for each person, but the principles of success or the principles of a champion mindset set, are going to be consistent across the board, and anybody who applies them to whatever their desired outcome is, is going to see progress at the very least, if not um, success, because principles don't change. They can be applied because it's a principle, they can be applied to any scenario successfully when you're doing it correctly. And so the first thing is to choose to learn from others. Champions, understand that you don't get to the very top all by yourself. I mean, think about all the coaches and all the training and all of the discipline that it takes to make it to the Olympics, not just once, not just twice, but four times in a row. That takes tenacity and focus and discipline and coaching and time with people that are going to help her perfect her technique. And it was, I don't even know what the sport is named, but it had like two poles with, uh, on each side with a pole across the middle and she would run across these mats and then do like a back flip up into the air, but then she would land up on a platform. And I think three of the four things times she knocked the pole down and still placed incredibly high. And so this was a very difficult, challenging thing to do. But she chose to learn from others. What are their techniques? What is something that can shave just a little bit of time off or make me jump a little bit higher or turn just a little bit better so I don't hit that bar? What, What shoes are they wearing? What practices, what workouts are they doing? And so champions, a characteristic of a champion or somebody with a championship mindset is that they're going to choose to learn from others. Even if they're great at their craft, even if they're really good at what they do, a champion is a winner of first place or first place in competition. So it's not just second. It's not just third. It's not top 10. uh, It's not top 20%, right? Um, In the business that I work in, we benchmark ourselves against other concepts within the chain and top 20% is a really good bar where you're like, okay, if I'm in top 20% in customer experience, then I'm in a really good spot. If I'm top 20% in sales, I'm in a good spot. If I'm top 20% in retention or or culture, whatever those things are that we're able to benchmark against top 20% is really good, right? You look at that and you're like, okay, that's a great accomplishment, but that's not a winning mindset that we're looking at today. We're looking at a champion mindset. That's first place, that's top, top of their class. You're never going to do that by yourself. A champion has to choose to learn from others because we don't have enough time or life to learn everything that there is to learn because there's an infinite amount of knowledge and we have access to so much of it in this day and age. And so the first characteristic of of a champion is that they're going to choose to learn from others, even if they're good, even if they're great, even if they're top 20% or top 10 or top second or third because a champion is first and in order to become a champion you have to be able to learn from others because you're not going to be able to gain all of that knowledge or learn all of those skills or apply all of it effectively all by yourself and so you have to learn on learn from others and lean on others in order to have that mindset and to become a champion so that's the first characteristic or principle of a champion the second characteristic or principle is that they aren't afraid to fail and learn. And obviously this builds off of willingness to learn from others. But like I said, human nature is that we want to be good at what we do. We want to be successful, we want to be accomplished. We don't want to just do things that we're bad at. We don't nobody sets out in life or career or relationships and they say, "You know what, I just want to have a mediocre marriage." That would if I can if I can attain mediocrity, that would just be I'd be really happy with that. No, we say I I want to have a good marriage. I want to have a great marriage. I want to raise healthy, wholesome kids. I want to do a good job at my place of employment. I want to succeed. I don't want I don't want to fail. We don't we don't want that. And so not only do we have to learn from others around us, but if we're going to be champions, if we're going to have that mindset for success, then we have to overcome our fear of failure. Because the best learnings come from learning what not to do many times because that's, that's how you figure out what to do because we don't always know what the right next steps are or, or what success looks like or how to achieve it because we're doing things that we've never done before. And in that, we have to overcome our fear of failure and be willing to learn. And some of the best learnings come through failures. I know that that's consistent in my life. When I've tried something and it hasn't worked out or it's failed spectacularly or I've had to try to do it differently or it's flopped or it's just fizzled out, those are moments and experiences where I've been able to learn and get better. And even if what I was doing failed, I came away with it with more wisdom and more knowledge And a better way to apply it in the future. And it may not even apply to the same thing. But I'm learning principles that can apply to different things with better success. Um, And I mean there's so many different examples and ways that I could go with that. But you can't be afraid to fail. And I'm talking to myself here because I hate doing things. Especially like if it's just me by myself. I'm more likely to be okay with failing. But if it's around other people or especially people that I respect or look up to, I really want to do a good job. I want to make them proud. I want to be successful in the things that they've helped teach me or given me access or learning to. And so sometimes it's harder to be willing to try new things or experiment or fail and learn when the stakes are higher, right? When you're in your career and you're like, okay, I think that there's something here that I could do a really good job at or think outside the box that I think would work really good, but I'm afraid to do it because what if it fails? What if it doesn't work? What if it just blows up in my face? And then people are watching it and seeing it happen. And that's embarrassing. That's awkward. What, do I, what am I even supposed to do with that? And so oftentimes we are not champions in our lives. We're not successful at the things that we're trying because we're afraid of what other people are going to think or we're afraid to fail and that's what sets a champion apart um you think of david and goliath they he very well could have failed i mean every odd was stacked against him he was a boy against a giant who was like nine nine something feet tall i mean i can't even i mean i look at people that are 7 feet tall plus and i'm like this is incredible like how do you get through doorways and fit in cars and i mean just life isn't built for you can you imagine a nine something foot tall giant who's battle hardened and the leader of an entire army of people that literally is the most feared, formidable army in all the land? And then this this kid—I mean, they surmise he was probably 16 years old or younger. He was a boy. He what? His muscles hadn't even fully formed. His frontal lobe hadn't finished forming. Like his thoughts weren't all fully there yet and and many people looked down on him because he just was a tender of sheep like he wasn't anybody special he wasn't he was the youngest son of of 12 sons so i mean there's just a lot going on there And he's a boy, and so the odds were stacked against him, but he wasn't afraid to fail because he was doing what he believed was right. So even if he failed, he knew that he was failing, doing something that was most important to him. And that's part of a champion mindset is you're going into it knowing that you might actually fail and you're comfortable with that because you're going to keep giving your very, very best. And so a champion isn't afraid to fail because they believe in what they're doing so much and they believe in... In in the outcome that they're pursuing, that they are willing to face failure because they believe in what they're doing more in, than in failing, and I think I've seen that play out in my life. Right? I mean, I'm I I own a restaurant business that's part of a broader chain, and it's extremely competitive to get an opportunity to own one of these franchises because um, there's I mean. Over 100,000 people applied for the opportunity last year and about 120-ish were selected for it. And so it's extremely competitive. And when I decided that um, this was something that God wanted me to pursue and this was the direction that my life needed to go, I went into it knowing that my chances of failure were far, far, far greater than my chances of success. But I believed in the mission. I believed that I was supposed to be taking that step and that it was something that I was called to do and that it was something that was going to fulfill my purpose and bring together what I'm most passionate which is about, which is people and what I'm really good at, which is business, to meet in the middle so that I could be excited and invested in what I'm doing and the work that I'm doing every day of my life. And I believed in that outcome so strongly that I was willing to walk through failure to get there. And the odds, I mean, on paper, I did not have the highest qualifications. I was not the the brightest or the most qualified or the most educated or with the most experience. As a matter of fact, I had very little in the way of formal education around business. Actually none. I had very little experience with, um, business and, and so many different things that made it an uphill battle. But I believed, I believed that what I was doing was the right thing to do and I was willing to fail and try again and learn in order for the opportunity to do it. And through that, I was given that opportunity. But I was able to overcome my fear of failure in order to go forward in it. So that takes us to the next step is never give up. Champions never give up. Um, And I think there's a caveat to that. There are times when it's wise to walk away from something or to give up to something, or to realize, you know, for example, if I had woke up and I decided that my dearest heart's desire was to be one of the world's best WNBA players, I mean, I'm not that coordinated, and I'm not that fast, and I'm not that quick, and my brain just, I wouldn't be fast enough, or strong enough, or quick enough, to be able to be wildly successful at it. And so even if I had the championship mindset and I was like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to do this thing. And I'm just going to try and 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 try. I, people are built for different purposes and for different things. And you have to be sensitive to those callings. Um, you know, if a whale was like, I'm going to fly around in outer space and that's going to be my championship. That's not realistic. Right. Um, But a champion is going to know themselves really well. They're going to do the hard work to know their strengths and understand their weaknesses and be really brutally honest with what those things are. And you're going to be able to build future hopes and dreams and ideas and outcomes based on the things that you were created to be. And Again, as always, that always goes back to the purpose giver, because if we don't know the purpose giver, how are we supposed to fill our purpose? How are we supposed to be champions of the things that we're spending our very limited amount of time on? And so um, the first characteristic of a champion is that they choose to learn from others. The second is that they aren't afraid to fail and learn. Because those principles are going to be the same, even if they're applied in different ways. But the third is never give up. A champion is never going to give up. So once we've done the hard work to know ourselves and be honest about our weaknesses and to recognize our strengths and to lean into those and understand that our strengths are part of what God created us to be, we're not supposed to hide them or mute them or tuck them away. We're supposed to use them. We're supposed to exercise the gifts that God has given us to be a force for good in the world. And so if you've discovered what those things are and you are leaning into the things that God has called you to do and the things that you were created that fill up your bucket, that light your soul on fire, that get you excited to get up and out of bed in the morning, whatever that is for you. For me, it's having a positive influence on people's lives. It's giving people the opportunity to achieve great things that they didn't even know that they were even capable of themselves because I've had people do that in my life. And that's largely why I am where I'm at today is because other people called out the things in me that I was good at, that I had an affinity for, that I didn't even realize that I was capable of doing. And so being able to turn around and develop the next generation of leaders and pour into people to show them that they're capable of more than they dreamed of are things that I get really excited about. And so it doesn't matter what vehicle I'm using to do that it happens to be a restaurant for me right now. But if I someday transition out of that and into another vehicle, my mission is still the same. That purpose is still to serve other people and help them achieve the things that they didn't think that they were capable of achieving. And so I'm, I'm committed to that. And I'm, it doesn't matter what gets thrown at me, I'm still going to want to be fulfilling that mission in my life. And so that gives me the tenacity to never give up, even when it sucks, even when it gets really hard and really challenging and I want to quit. And I'll be honest with you, there are days and times and experiences that make me wanna quit. Where I'm like, this is a lot of stress and this is a lot of work. And I sometimes care more for people's success than they care for their own success. And that's not sustainable. And so you ha- you're gonna get knocked down. I mean, even the Bible says that it says a righteous man is going to be one that falls down six times and gets up seven. So it's about continuing to get up. It's never giving up. And so one of the most core characteristics of a champion is that they're never going to give up. They're going to get knocked down. They're going to fail. They're going to screw up. They're going to watch it explode spectacularly. And they're going to lay down in the dirt and think, am I just going to stay here? Am I going to wallow here? And a champion's answer is always no. I am going to stand up, I'm going to get up, I'm going to try again, I'm going to learn from this, maybe I'll try it from a different angle or a different way, but I will not stay down and I refuse to give up. And so one of the core characteristics of a champion is that just bulldog tenacity, that grit of just regardless of what gets thrown my way, I am going to get up again again and again and again and again and again. And that's true of most people that are wildly successful. You ask them, you know, how did you become an overnight success? And, you know, they're like, well, I just (laughs) grinded it out for 10 years. I poured into it. I did it when I didn't have any money, when I didn't have any time, when I didn't have any support, when I didn't have any traction. And then all of a sudden you wake up and you turn around and success happens. But it happened because of years and years and years of intention and practice and failure and getting knocked down and getting back up again. If you want to be a champion, you have to get up every time you get knocked down. So you can't wallow. You can't stay stuck. You can't just decide that's where you're going to live. And many people do, which is why there are very few that are in first place. There are very few that take first prize. And so that's what sets apart a champion is somebody that is never going to give up. And There's times in my life where I've wanted to give up where I've wanted to walk away when I've wanted to try different things or not be responsible for other people because it's a lot easier when you're just responsible for you because you get to decide your outcome like, okay, I don't feel like showing up. So I know that the outcome is I'm not going to have great results. But if I am invested and I'm showing up and I'm doing the right thing, I know I'm going to get good results out of it because that's a consistent theme. When you show up and you work hard and you have a great attitude, doors are going to open and you're going to see success happen. It's like a law of the universe. But when you tie your life's work into other people, it just makes it a lot more complicated because they're not always going to choose what you want them to choose or do what they want you to do. But a champion's never going to give up. So whatever your purpose is or whatever your dream is or whatever your goal is, if you want to come out in first place, if you want to achieve that, you have to not give up. You have to keep getting up every time you get knocked down, even when it's hard and challenging, even when you don't have support or people cheering you on. Because a lot of time that comes when success happens, then people are like, oh, yeah, I believed in you all along. And, um, you know, I was cheering for you and rooting for you. But really, you have to decide that. You have to decide to get up. You have to decide to try again. You have to try to learn from the failure. You have to be the one to, to choose to learn from other people. And so that's the third characteristic of a champion. The fourth one is so important because this is part of the things that they put into what they're doing to get the outcome that they want. So, the fourth characteristic of a champion is somebody who is prepared and disciplined. Preparation and discipline will take you further in life than talent will. I'm living proof of that because I am not the most talented when it comes to business. I am not the most naturally, I don't have a natural affinity to a lot of the work that I have to do. Um, There are aspects of my job that I strongly dislike, that I don't enjoy, that I wish I could just not do or not be responsible for. But that's not real because I've taken on the role of leader. I've taken on the role of CEO. I'm responsible for nearly 100 other people. And so there's going to be responsibilities with that that I don't enjoy, that I'm not good at, that I really have to work hard at. But champions are prepared and disciplined every single time. You look at that Olympic champion who competed 16 times. She was prepared. She was disciplined. That was 16 years of discipline. That blows my mind. I mean, that's absolutely incredible. Or you think about David and Goliath. David Goliath was not David's first enemy that he faced. He practiced with that stone and that sling consistently day in and day out. We know that because he killed a lion. He defended his flock from a bear. So he was proficient. He was prepared. And he was disciplined. And that that didn't happen overnight as he was walking with cheese and bread to feed his brothers on the front of the battle line. Where he thought to himself, you know, I think Israel needs a champion. And I've, you know, hobbied around with my sword, you know, with my sling and rock. And I'd like to give it a shot. You know, I'd like to just give it a try and see, you know, what I can do against this nine foot tall plus Goliath who's a battle-hardened warrior warrior from his youth up, like this kid is still a teenager and it didn't just happen. I mean, he became a champion because he was prepared and he was disciplined. It takes discipline to get up and practice and do something every day. It takes discipline to get in shape, to go to the gym, to work out, to work out your muscles, to put up with the soreness. It takes discipline to be in your Bible, to be reading and praying and meditating every day. It takes preparation and discipline for for muhammad ali to be the heavyweight boxing weight champion of the world he didn't just wake up and think you know i'm very talented i think i'm just gonna jump in the ring and see where it goes no he spent hours in the gym he practiced and prepared you think about tom brady who watches hours upon hours upon hours upon hours of video so he can learn What his strengths and weaknesses are and what his team's strengths and weaknesses are and what other teams' individual strengths and weaknesses are. That takes dedication. That takes years of preparation and work. You don't just become a champion overnight. People don't just wake up and become best at what they do. They don't take first prize by being lazy or by not being dedicated or not being disciplined or not preparing So many times I hear that people aren't given opportunities that they want. And when I ask, well, why? What was the deterrent or what made that answer a no? And most of the time, what I hear is it's because people aren't prepared and aren't disciplined. And here's the thing discipline sucks. It's not fun. It is not fun to be bad at something. It's not fun to just do something in the quiet when you're tired, when you're stressed, when you've got life things going on, when things are happening when inflation is happening, when there's pressures with relationships and pressures at work and pressures with school or whatever pressure it is that you're facing, sometimes it's hard to be motivated and motivation comes and goes. And so motivation is not what's gonna make you become a champion. Notice that in all of these things so far, we haven't talked about motivation because champions aren't always motivated. I hate to break it to you, champions don't wake up excited to do what they do every day. They don't wake up excited to grind or to go to the gym, or to study what it is that they're studying, or to practice writing, or to practice whatever it is that they're doing that's going to make them champions. Champions are invariably, it does not matter who you study, who you look at, who you learn from, who you listen to, they're invariably going to be prepared, and they're going to be disciplined. For example, one of the most difficult things in getting the opportunity that I got was the interview process because it's a very in-depth, multi-level, multi-layer process that would actually blow your mind. The application itself was 26 pages long and it's like... (laughs) every area of your life and you have to write essays and you have to tell your story and many of us are very uncomfortable with telling our story because of ups and downs and failures and we don't view ourselves the same way other people view us and it was really difficult i was no good at interviewing and that's just the application and then after that there's a video interview with with just prompted questions you're not even interviewing with a live person it's like ai horrible but and really challenging and then the next interview is another video conference interview with one person. And then if you get to progress, you get to go to an in-person video and then um, an in-person interview with just one other person. And then if you progress to that, you get another interview with multiple people all at the same time. And it progresses through that. And I knew going into it that the odds were stacked against me. I didn't have a great chance of success because um, just my qualifications weren't the strongest on paper. I think I'm really good at learning things. I'm really good at applying new concepts. I'm really good at understanding and making adjustments. But I wasn't good at telling my story. I wasn't good at articulating any of that. And I knew that half the battle at getting the opportunity I wanted was to be able to tell my story, to tell the people that were interviewing me that I was not going to give up, that I was going to get up every time I got knocked down, that I was going to be tenacious and fierce and prepared. And so about six months before I started the interview process, I put together a whole book, like a pamphlet of three by five cards of questions and stories and things that I needed to tell and articulate. And every single day in front of the mirror for 30 minutes, I would practice interviewing. I would figure out what my, filler words were whether it was um uh so like as those different filler words I practiced facial expressions and the way my stories were astounding and what was important and what was fluff and what needed to be cut and I can tell you that I hated every minute of it I hated it I hated sitting in front of the mirror looking at myself like it just felt I mean it was just me there was no one to judge but it felt weird it felt awkward it was very uncomfortable but I would practice in front of the mirror for 30 minutes every day and I would practice in front of people, anybody who would listen, family members, friends, colleagues, peers, uh, people that were going through the interview process, other people that were doing interviews for other things, people within the company, people without the company. Every chance I got, I was practicing and I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. I hated it. But that preparation and discipline gave me opportunities and it opened up doors that I never would have had otherwise. And over and over and over since then. Those interview days, I've gotten the opportunity to reconnect with the people who interviewed me and ask them questions. And every single one of them has remembered our interview because they've said it's one of the most memorable interviews that they ever had. And it's not like I've got just like this crazy, remarkable story. I'm kind of a very normal human being that really just tries hard. <laughs> and so champions are going to be prepared and disciplined. That Olympian prepared and disciplined. Muhammad Ali prepared and disciplined. David with Goliath, prepared and disciplined. And that's one of the core characteristics of a champion is that they're going to show up. They're going to prepare and they're going to be disciplined. It doesn't matter if they're motivated or if they want to do it, if they're feeling great about it, or if they're in a good headspace, or if they're discouraged, they're going to get up and they're going to go. They're going to show up. They're going to practice. They're going to prepare. They're going to put in the time. So that way, when they do get the opportunity, they are ready for it. It's not just going to... That's the worst thing is when you finally get an opportunity that you've been waiting for or working for or hoping for, and then you weren't prepared for it and you miss that opportunity because you didn't put in the time and the discipline. And that's happened to me in my life where I've been overlooked for a promotion or I lost an opportunity or I didn't get a chance to do something that I wanted to do because I wasn't prepared, because I wasn't disciplined, that there were several opportunities in college that I wanted that I didn't get because I lacked that. And so you're going to see that over and over every champion ever that you're going to study that you can look at. I challenge you, try to find one that wasn't prepared and wasn't disciplined. And I challenge you that you're not going to find that because that's one of the core characteristics. So if you're going to become a champion, that means you've got to start putting in the work today. You know, a lot of people are like, I want to start my own business. I want to retire early. I want to join this sport or go to the college on scholarship i want to write a book i want to start a podcast i want to grow a garden i want to join and and Take first prize at the state fair. Whatever it is that you want to do, that your dream and your goal is, you have to start preparing today. And you have to be disciplined to put a little bit into it every single day. And when you get that opportunity, you're going to be ready to smash it out of the park. Now, along the way, you're going to fail and you're going to have to decide to get up. Learn from other people so you don't have to learn it the hard way. Be willing to fail so that you can learn. And and those are characteristics. And that leads us to our very last characteristic of a champion. And the final characteristic of a champion is that they get to determine their future. And I kind of debated putting this in there or how to word this because I understand that life happens to us, right? We don't get to choose where we're born, who we're born to, who lives, who dies. If somebody gets cancer, what if we have a disease? What if something happens? We don't get to control the external factors, right? You think of Ukrainians being attacked and in war. Uh, you, I have my sister's, um, father-in-law had a massive stage four heart attack on Tuesday and he's currently fighting for his life. Um, he was, he, there was somebody there that recognized he was having a heart attack. He quit breathing. They did CPR. Um, they were able to get him to the hospital, but he's still in critical condition. They had to, put him in hypothermia to get everything to slow down to figure out swelling on the brain and breathing. And um, I mean, it's just been a trial. And so it's been heavy on my heart. And we've been praying for him a lot. His name is Brandon. So if you get a chance and you think of him, would you please pray that God would do a miracle? And he's still alive. He's improving little by little, but it's still very delicate. We don't know what the outcome is going to be. But I'm trusting that God's going to bring him back. I believe that he has purpose and that there's work for him and his family to do. And so um, my family and I, my church, and we've all been praying a lot since Tuesday that God would spare his life. And so when I say champions determine their future, I'm not saying that we get to choose what happens to us because we don't. Um, God has appointed it's appointed a man once to die and after this, the judgment Um God formed us in the womb and knew us. He knew where he placed us and what we would be doing and what purpose he's created us for. So I'm careful in the way that I'm saying this and just know that I understand that we don't get to choose external events. Those are the things that are given to us and we have to decide what to do with them. So when I say that one of the core characteristics of a champion is that they determine their future it kind of goes back to that core principle that they will never give up, that they're going to be prepared and disciplined that when they get the opportunity to climb in that ring, like Muhammad Ali, when they get the opportunity to fight a bear, to kill a lion, to kill Goliath of the Philistines, they're ready for it. Um, That when they've, when they have the opportunity to practice and discipline and, and, Learn for 16 years to be prepared to win that championship, they're going to be ready. And so it kind of goes back to that core principle of a champion never gives up. So a champion determines their future. I think in our society, we have created a whole host of people who are victims, life happens to them, right? Like they don't get the job opportunity or they don't get their dream job or they graduate with their degree and then they don't go into making six figures or they don't get to live where they wanted or, or live with a white picket fence in a yard and a dog or they don't find their spouse or they don't meet the person that they're going to marry and do life with. I mean, I thought I'd be married very young. Like I was, I figured I'd be married very young. And then, but I, mean, I wasn't, I was 25 when I got married and it was, I expected to be married several years sooner than that because being in a relationship and having a great marriage and getting to do life with somebody was one of the dreams that were dearest to my heart. And, um, champions determine their future in that they're not going to quit. They're not going to give it up. They're not going to walk away from it because it's, they believe it's what they are called to do. They believe that it's what they're created for. And so it doesn't matter what those external factors are that get their, thrown their way. They're going to get up. They're never going to give up. They're going to keep learning and they're going to press toward the mark for the prize. And that's what Paul said, right? He says, I pressed toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God. He says, I have finished my course. Nothing deterred me. Nothing stopped me from sharing the gospel with the Gentiles the way God called me to do it. And so... A champion, because of those other characteristics that we've already talked about, they get to determine their future. They've decided it does not matter what storms or what challenges or what trials come my way. It doesn't matter how I fail or how I get knocked down. I'm not going to stop until I've achieved the goal. I'm going to keep working at it. I'm going to keep practicing. I'm going to keep preparing. I'm going to keep being disciplined. I'm going to go back. I'm going to get up. I'm going to go again and again and again and again and again. And so champions are not victims of their lives of those external circumstances that they have no control over they view it as an obstacle to overcome or work around or work through or solve they don't sit there and look at whatever obstacle or or downfall or failure is thrown their way and just sit down and plop down and say okay well then this is this is where it stops for me i'm going to build my little hut and i'm just going to sit here Thank you for tuning in to the Graceful and Gritty podcast. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or by email at gracefulandgritty@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.